Hello, humans of the earth. Welcome. Disclaimer, you may experience here truth, facts, opinions, and many margaritas. My name is Emma. And my name's Jackie. Welcome to the shit in our heads. Jackie here for your regular reminder that Emma and I never want to claim to know it all. What we do claim is truth is that we are two young women journeying through the exciting and challenging formative years of our early 20s. Everything that we share in this podcast is true to our hearts and souls, beliefs, and personal perceptions and understanding of the world around us on the given day that we record it. We are both women who are relentlessly committed to our own growth and evolution. And our greatest hope is by working through our thoughts and feelings and differences of opinions for you to witness that you too would be encouraged to dig deep and put in the work that is required to expand your perception of and place in this great, big, beautiful world. Jackie. (laughs) This has been really hard for us. It has. But it also feels really authentic. But we're here. We're thriving in our own very unique way. You know what the issue is. I have a lot of ideas, but please enlighten me. We're trying to be too structured. Yeah, and do you understand who I am? We're not structured people. Mm -mm. Actually, earlier today when you came over, I literally said, I lost my utility bill. Yes. That was due. Along with every important password to begin recording this singular episode. We had to reset the password for this. To computers layer later. Also, did you see that? Yeah, my light just flickered. Okay, Satan is upon us. (laughs) What do we do? But actually, we're two Jesus-loving women. It's fine. I hope. The lights in here are very old. They honestly have not been replaced since I moved in here three years ago. I honestly think it's a sign because this morning I was straightening my hair and a light bulb, like, burst in my bedroom. Like, made a popping sound, burst, went out. Like, did it explode? Yeah. Like, the glass? Yeah, like, in my bed. I had to wash my bed sheets. Oh my gosh, that's terrifying. I know. So what's happening today? So, today's Sunday. It's a Sunday. My name is Emma, and you're Jackie. I'm Jackie. And we are recording the first episode of The Shit in Our Heads, even though it won't be the first episode, right? That's right. Yeah. We're doing things out of order, because why? Because we are not organized people. Or structured. We're not. Yeah. Not at all. Not at all. So, Emma. Yes, Jackie. Why don't you tell everyone why it's you and I here? How did we meet? (laughs) What is the story of us? God. God, I know. God, that's how we met. Mm-hmm. It is. So Jackie was the MC at Crew, which is Campus Crusade for Christ. Um, you were MC for two years, one and a half, something like that. But whatever it was, her first year MCing was my freshman year. And here I am, all doe-eyed and amazed. That's accurate. <laughs> Literally, just amazed. Fawning. To be here on this planet, away from my home just striking out on my own. And I see this amazing woman up on stage who just has so much charisma and so much energy and so much The cat. The cat is climbing all over our workstation right now. So Jackie has so much excitement and zest for life. And I'm like, well, shit, how do I get some of that in my life? So freshman me, I don't even remember where I asked you to hang out. Do you remember? I do. We were at a away weekend. We were at fall retreat for crew. Oh, yep. And this girl just comes up to me in the middle of the night (laughs) in the living area. Yeah. And I don't honestly know who she is. She's like, hi, you're Jackie. I was like, well, this is unfortunate. What's your name? (laughs) 
That's about accurate. Yeah. And then I said, do you want to go get coffee at this coffee shop that I now work at, which is hilarious. Full circle. And Jackie, being the wonderful woman she is, said yes to this That's my random stranger. Coffee and people. He yeah. was not a big, like, oh, let me go out of my way. It's like, yeah. this is the greatest thing ever. Please, let's get it. coffee. I love it. So we went to go get coffee. And... I think it took us a while because if it was fall retreat, we got coffee before the spring semester ended. Wow. So it took us like four Which again, months. accurate to the lack of structure and ability in our life to make certain things happen. It just doesn't happen. So it took us four months to get coffee. And we finally get coffee and honestly don't even remember what we talked about, but I know we talked I about... I do. Okay, what did you talk about? It was for sure boys. Oh, yeah. Still. It was actually, like, how bold of us. We were both griping. The cat is literally about to drink <laughs> water from my glass, everyone, and I hate cats. Just wanted you to know, she since does. you can't actually see us. I think you should restart what you were saying. So, we talked about boys. <clears throat> we always do. We were both apparently feeling very emboldened on that day, because we also both shared our, like, gripes or, like, issues that we saw with the ministry in which we were both serving. Mm-hmm. Nothing's perfect. And we no. were just like, hey, we could, like, fix these things. Yeah. And we also talked, like, dreams of, like, traveling the world. Where okay. would you live? Let's go adventure. Yep. We actually, like, tentatively planned to go to, like, a folk concert in the middle of the mountains. Yeah, that's how we, like, really became close because this was, mind you, the end of second semester my freshman year. So then we parted our ways for a whole summer. I went back home and Jackie did more school. And um, so it was when we came back to school in the fall and I texted her and I was like, hey, Jackie, I got a new job. I can't go to this festival that we tentatively planned on going to. And I said, well, that's the end of our friendship. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) But that caused us to stay. So in true trial and error fashion and no structure whatsoever to our lives, (laughs) the app that we are recording on just cut us off. That's fun. So as I was saying, that fall, we decided to keep in touch and I actually remember this so vividly. You remember what we talked about in the first time we met. This is what I remember is the second time we hung out was in the music building. Mm. And I had to like call you to figure out where I was going. <laughs> it's a hard one. It's a because circle. Because there are so many halls and building or doors and halls and staircases. Mm-hmm. But we finally met up <clears throat> and you were telling me that about how you wanted to change the world, essentially. Oh, and so on brand. This brand. Oh, I didn't even try. <laughs> this for is that. when. This is also when I learned who our friend Jelly is. Um, oh, yeah, because you were talking about how she was kicking your ass in the gear mm. to launch this brand. I remember this so vividly. I don't. So, but it's coming. Like yeah. it's coming back. So to you we had were this, sitting in this coffee shop that, in the College of Music. You had yes, this I'm coffee here. shop for crew. Yeah. For ministry, which was beautiful, by the way. Good job doing that. Thank you. And you're talking about how you're about to rebrand yourself because you wanted to create this community that welcomed in women and empowered women and set up women to thrive and to be strong and to be creative. And that's what you're doing now, even. Wow. There's been so much goodness and so much God and so much like full circle. So much. Shared friends. You Mm -hmm. working at the coffee shop we first hung out in. Yep. Wow. A lot of that came back to me just now in a really good way. So I was 19 and you were. 21? 20? 24 and I'm 
22. Yes. So we've been friends for three years. Woo! Love that. Feels like yesterday. We love that. We've shared some life. Yeah, we have. Good and bad. Yes. How and have, how have if, you grown since we became friends? I've taken action on a lot of things. Mm. And that, in part, is because of you. Emma's a relentless, <laughs> like, she just, she sees things as they are. And she really simplifies things into the goodness and the grace of letting God carry us. And I do not naturally work smarter instead of harder. (laughs) And so to have someone like Emma be like, why aren't you doing those things? That dream (laughs) sounds like exactly who you are in your soul and how you're already living. Now you should just be more intentional about it or be louder. Take up space. Yeah. 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 I've taken action. How have you grown? Um, I have learned who I am. That's big. I've gotten to watch that. Yeah. Pretty cool front row seat. Thank you. You and some other very key people in both of our lives have shown me what it is to know who you are and then to, again, take action on that, to figure out who you are, who you want to be, and then how to get there, Mm -hmm. how to, like, plausibly place steps. I'm a very logical person. Yeah. So I look at steps and that's why I'm able to look at you in your dreams and be like, okay, this is the first step we're going to do. And this is the second, yeah. third, and then it's going to be here. Always. That's why we're doing a podcast. She just finds the <laughs> easy progression I do. that makes sense. I try. I try. It's really good. Thank you. So that kind of brings us to sharing, I think both of us a little bit about ourselves as yeah. individuals. So to this audience that may or may not know you. Yeah. Who is Emma? Oh my goodness. So I already have shared a few things. I love Jesus. I'm a barista and I'm 22. Um, actually, really fun fact about my job. I am technically, I don't say this to be bragging just to get a point across in the story. I am, so I'm technically the chief community director of my coffee shop because I want to be able to plan events for a community to bring people together. And I also want to work on communications within the shop to make us run better and the gears run smoother and just be the best place for anyone to go to be. And why are you so intentional about these aspects of your work? So that's the funny story. When I was little, I was a party planner. And I literally remember for my eighth birthday, I tried to convince my parents to let me have a carnival in our backyard. And we, we did it. Of course, I was eight, so I thought we'd have a Ferris wheel, and there was no Ferris wheel. But <laughs> my dad set up a ticket booth for exchanging your tickets for prizes, and we had wow. games, and we had fair food. What and a dad. I know. My dad's the best. My favorite person in the world. Um, so I was always the kid, the person, even when I got older, for my sweet 16, I, I hosted like a hoedown throwdown. What's the word? Square dancing birthday party for my 16th birthday party. And we learned how to square dance and we had country music. So I was just always the kid, the, t- the, the person to plan the intricate, intricate, wow, words are hard, people, details of events and parties and get togethers. Um, I think for a very short stint of time, I thought about being a wedding planner. But it's cool to see, again, how that has come full circle into my life even now as a young adult and for my job I plan events and I bring community together and I get to figure out those small details to make all that happen and it's very fun. Again with the very intentional and logistical 
planning person. Let's just lay out the steps and then execute them that Emma is. It's been really cool to see the intersection of these talents that she has, like in her worldly, fleshly, humanly self. She has these natural inclinations, desires, passions, and talents. And then she utilizes them in a daily way where because of her intentionality, her job as a barista as community event planning is much more of a ministry than it is mm -hmm. just a daytime job. Yeah. I've actually met most of my friends through my job. Mm -hmm. Most of my fr close friends now and even the person I live with, I met through my job, which is really cool. So that is a little bit about my childhood and my job. Um, so I actually dropped out of school. Me and Jackie met in school, BGSU, and I dropped out. It's been a whole year this month. Wow. Congrats. Yeah, thank that was you. a huge decision. That wasn't just like a, yeah. she woke up one day and was I like, know. well, it was months in the <laughs> praying. And yes. Yeah. There was, I remember this moment I was sitting in a class and I texted Jackie and her contact in my phone is mom, Jackie. So that's a little context. I'm for literally story. wearing a Bowling Green CRC mom sweatshirt. I was everyone take a picture. Of you. I am mom. Yes. So she just has this very, not even maternal instinct. She just leads well. And that's why I call her mom, Jackie, because, well, she comes to kill wasps in my house. That's one. Very mom. She just takes care of me, but not, but I don't know. So um, I texted her in this evening class and I was a leader in crew with her. And I said, I have literally been in and out of classes all day crying my eyes out. Is it okay if I don't show up for crew? And she said, go home and take care of yourself. Uh, duh. <laughs> I'm not the person I would just push through. And I needed her confirmation. So that was wonderful. So it was months of that. It was mm -hmm. my first day in class, my junior year, I sat there and I thought, I genuinely do not want to be here. And it's not just because I don't like homework or projects. It's because I feel like there are bigger things for me. Yeah. And I feel like we are in this period of history where I can accomplish them without mm. a traditional four or five year degree. Mm. So I was getting a degree in English and I do love English. I still love to write poetry and to write and to play around with words and to read. I love reading so much. And I was getting this degree that it just ended up being more of a hobby than anything. And I said to myself, why am I spending all this money on a hobby? So, dropped out of school. It's been a whole year. And since then, I have really come to grow this passion with inside of me. And actually, God's been growing it. It's not even me. To see people be free on all levels of personhood and just mm -hmm. in the world. And so that has led me to where I am now. I am trying to create a business, um, reselling clothes that will all prayers answered. Um, eventually lead into freeing people from the global uh, unfair labor trade that we just see all over the place. And so that's where I am. I'm 22. I am a part-time barista. I am part-time starting a business and I am full-time loving the Lord. Love that so much. Yeah. You're going to see this and we're going <laughs> to talk about this more intentionally later, yeah. but I just love how so much of Emma and I's hearts and passions align but we come by these um, similarities by such different paths. I'm very academically driven. Yeah. Emma, it's just not for her. No. And there's so many times in our lives where we can see evidence of 
similar heart alignment, but and even just similar mission, mm -hmm. but different ways of getting there. And that's uniqueness should be celebrated. That's the way it's supposed to be. Yeah, I agree. And that's kind of why we're doing this, which again, like she said, we'll get to back. We'll get back to later, but mm -hmm. Jackie, for anyone listening who does not know the wonderful woman who is mom, Jackie, <laughs> who is Jackie Burns. Yeah. She's pretty wild. Yeah. A little bit. She's kind of crazy. A little bit. Emma's going on at the beginning about, I was just this, this girl with this charisma and this whatever. It was insanity. That's all <laughs> she saw. She saw my crazy and she was drawn to it. We love to see it. Yeah. She's crazy. Yeah. Both different kinds of crazy. Absolutely. <laughs> um, I am 24. Mm -hmm. I have been living and schooling in the little town of Bowling Green, Ohio for five years now. I'm originally from Columbus, Ohio. So moving from the state capital to the huh. cow city was a thing huh. for me. I bet. I um, still am a person that is very achievement driven but have really gone through a becoming just as college should be. It played the exact mm -hmm. role it should be in my life with yeah. the highest highs and the most disheartening lows <laughs> that yeah. has led me through an experience of laying down some of the hurry and the hustle mm -hmm. and asking myself, what's, what am I really investing in the last five years? Um, will it matter? Will it matter a hundred years from now when I'm knocking on death's door? I hope a hundred years from now, I hope no sooner. I want to be old. And happy. I want to note that she says she has laid aside the hurry and the hustle. <laughs> Jackie has taken advantage of every summer semester, winter semester, travel abroad, that extra course she can tack on. I have never known Jackie not doing school. It's valid. And I've known her for three summers and three winter <laughs> breaks. I should know a Jackie without school, but I don't. It's valid. She has learned. I, she, this person who was definitely full over the top of absolute insanity that I met yes. as a freshman, she has calmed down. Thank you. Well, <laughs> she hasn't necessarily calmed down, but she's learned how to channel that energy. Yeah. The Much intentionality. Better. Yeah. To be intentional. In part, thanks to I Emma. would like to take some credit for that. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's been a walk. It's been a journey. And she's um, shown me how to let go of the reins. Yeah. You've shown me a lot. We're yin and yang over here. Yeah. Okay. You were saying, I just wanted to point that out. It's a, it's a valid point <laughs> that she makes. Yeah. When I say that I've let go some of the hurry and the hustle, I mean, from an unhealthy place mm -hmm. to a still at maximum capacity, that. but doing much better and still an ongoing struggle place. Absolutely. For sure. That is our humanness. Um, I graduated last December for my undergraduate with two degrees. Hello, and hustle. <laughs> Let's go. One, it was in music with my area emphasis being opera performance, classical voice. Uh, the other was in human development and family studies. I, again, with the real journey of college and self-discovery, went in thinking I'm going to be an opera singer <laughs> and I love it. And mm -hmm. I sing opera every day, even if it's just in my car. Uh, but I realized for me, God created any art form and in particular opera to really connect and create and communicate with our shared humanity with others to mm -hmm. share our stories of similarity and connectedness. Um, and when I was doing that in a way where my income relied on sharing those stories and connecting in those ways, for me, it just took some of that authenticity. Mm -hmm. So um, I decided, what do I like? Well, I really like people. I really like helping. Mm -hmm. 
maybe a helping profession, maybe I can incorporate music. So I chose the broadest degree possible, human development and family <laughs> studies. It. It's a very relevant and progressive field because it studies the individual human throughout the entire lifespan developmentally, but also in addition to individually in a family context, how our families, our environments around us affect our development and our growth. Um, and by the end of that degree, I realized a common denominator of all of my work and volunteer experience, all of the extra classes that I was taking, they were all in geriatrics, all mm -hmm. having to do with older adults. Um, so I started looking into BGSU's master program in gerontology, which is just the scientific study of older adults, and discovered that we have an accredited addition to our gerontology master's um, that is a specialization in long-term care administration. And that felt like one of the most authentic things to Jackie Burns I have ever heard. Mm -hmm. Loving the exact population of people that I feel is our most vulnerable but overlooked in society, older adults, and combining not just care for them, but with leadership to be able mm -hmm. to be an administrator of a nursing home or a long-term care facility or a senior center, to be the one calling the shots and creating the culture and the work environment and applying policies and changing policies in a way that is fair and equitable and comprehensive of a solid quality of life. That sounds like exactly where I want to be positioned. So I'm eight months away from getting that master's. Woo! And in my full-time um, internship now, we call it an administrator in training. It's about a 1,000 hour practicum. And I just finished my first week and I feel out of my league and in my lane. Let's go. And that's exactly where I want to live around mm -hmm. those who are better than me so that I'm challenged to grow, mm -hmm. but still in my lane. And I'm definitely in my wheelhouse. So yeah, you are something that, so this thought just came up while you were talking yeah. that I have learned from you. So for a second, you were talking about you finish your degree and then you're working on this. Is it a master's or mm -hmm. okay, master's yeah. degree. Um, and for about 0.3 seconds, I was like, why aren't I there? And I started to compare Ooh. myself for 0.3 seconds. Mm -mm. And then I remembered everything <laughs> I have learned from you and these other women around us who constantly bring us up. We are surrounded by the most beautiful tribe of women that we do not deserve, especially in farm town America. Oh. Literally the mm. most amazing women. So I backtracked instantly and thought, well, no, not only is Jackie two whole years older than me, we're just in different wheelhouses. We are. And we that's really the are. thing. Like, I genuinely have this mindset about mm -hmm. academia. This is the beautifulness of Emma and I being yeah. so different. But, like, our, like, I am her biggest champion. She is my biggest champion. Yeah. But I genuinely view academia as, like, something to be celebrated. That I live in a 21st century country where a woman can get a PhD, I cannot wait to get a PhD and be called Dr. Burns because I just want to celebrate that I am enabled and empowered mm -hmm. to receive that higher education. And Emma, mm -hmm. who is just as gifted and intelligent as I am, but just in different ways, who could, has the same exact opportunity as me mm -hmm. to go and get that PhD, feels like I'm going to use my brains in just a completely different way. And I don't need a degree to do it. Yeah. I love learning. I love learning so much. So many people have asked me, do you miss school? And my genuine answer is no, because I'm still learning. Yeah. I feel like I have actually learned more. This isn't to deter anyone from going to school because everyone has a different lane. Yeah. 
the thing is, personally, I have found that I have learned more working as a community director for a year and learning what the Lord has for my life and reading on my own terms than I did in three and a half years of undergrad, which is wild to me, but beautiful at the same time. So beautiful. So beautiful. We're both on a real path of every day picking up more pieces of intentional living. Literally. And again, with the differences and in such different ways, but yet we can still be so intertwined in each other's lives. Mm -hmm. Pretty beautiful. Pretty of God. You were you were mentioning that there are a few things that we have in common. Yeah. What are some of those things? So first of all, Jesus, and not (laughs) just like that we are like worshipful of him. Of course we are, but we also both have personal relationships with him. Yeah. A daily walk that we pursue and sometimes wrestle. Mm -hmm. Um, Both of us, I'd say more so even in college than maybe more formative years and Mm -hmm. teens and high school have laid down some of the things that society tells us about living a life of religion and Mm -hmm. picked up like a pursuit of the one true king. Yeah, absolutely. That is all true. I would say, I mean, it's why we met. We met at a ministry. And I think that it really, especially in the last two years, has shown up in just how we walk, not even just with God, but with other people, with each other. with each other. Yeah. Yeah, with each other with respect and honor and love. I have to continually, a huge lesson I've learned this year is you have to continually be reminding yourself, or at least I myself have to continually be reminding myself that as long as I am sharing truth with love and grace, I have to walk like that. And I can't control the other people around me. And that is such a beautiful thing I have let go of in the last year following the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. I have another wonderful woman friend that has taught me her like slogan that she has ingrained into me is speak the truth in kindness. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. That's what Jesus did. Well, Here we are. And he flipped some tables, but and we sometimes, can do that too. Yeah. Sometimes that's us. <laughs> yeah. More often than I probably should. <laughs> that's all right. That's all right. Learning every day. Yeah. What else? What's another on the list? That's things we've, that we share. We've already talked about this in this podcast, but mm-hmm. we just... I don't see a life worth living as a woman in the this century where we do not empower the women around us. <laughs> I don't see the point. Yeah, there <laughs> isn't. There's always I more don't. room at the table. Absolutely. Other women are not our competition. No. They hand are in hand. Yeah. They are walking alongside us, either doing the exact same things or doing different things, all at our own paces. And we all celebrate each other. Because you can never celebrate enough. Mm-hmm. And champion, championing mm-hmm. each other into the greatest woman you can be. There is nothing, literally nothing on earth, that is more invigorating to me than watching the rise of another woman. Uh, My yes. new, I've only spent 49 hours there at this new workplace, uh-huh. internship, job, experience of a lifetime. And there is a young woman there that is two years ahead of me, graduated from my master's program, did the 1,000-hour practicum that I'm currently in, and has served in the role of the director of the activities department since graduating. She just passed her boards to get her license Mm. as a nursing home administrator, and she was just promoted to be the assistant of the current administrator. 
And something that is real growth for me Mm -hmm. is that when they announced this on my first day there, my Monday there, I literally had goosebumps all over my body and tears in my eyes. And I barely know this girl because I felt like, first of all, wow, like Hmm. you're a powerhouse woman who's what, 26 or seven Mm -hmm. years old. And you're the assistant to an administrator of a huge continuum care facility. But I also felt this like, wow, I am like in the right place. I am in a workplace where they are championing young women and giving them a seat at the powerful tables Mm -hmm. because they see the value and capable intelligent, well-trained and experienced women. And I don't think Jackie Burns at the beginning of college five years ago would have felt that. I would have felt like, oh crap, they just promoted her. There's no place for me here. Yeah. But she's not my competition. Uh It's a great sign Uh that they are celebrating, empowering and promoting her. Yeah. I also would not have thought that as a freshman. Actually, the reason I wanted to know Jackie as a freshman is because I thought I want to be her. What was I thinking? Yeah, you don't. You <laughs> no, just don't. I don't. We are completely different people, and that's what makes our lives so worth celebrating for each other. Yep, it's rich. It's Everyone. rich here. I'm so excited to see. I mean, if you ever have children, if, <laughs> when I have children, let's AKA say that. Never. When I have, <laughs> we'll talk about that later. When I have children, how they are championed by their community around us, aka. Jackie, myself, and all the other women. I'm so excited because I know this is just going to be, it's going to just continue to grow. It's the time to be a woman in the world. It is. So hard, but so rewarding. It is. So rich. It's just going to get easier for them. Yeah. More and more fruitful. Yeah. Can't wait to be a part of it. Already, we already are a part of it. We are. We're doing our part in our small town community. Absolutely. With that, yeah. Something that Emma and I really desire is for women who don't necessarily live in this country, even some that do. Um, to be part of fair trade, mm-hmm. why don't you, that's, that's really an Emma soapbox. It is. So I just have, I mean, the Lord has really laid it on my heart. These people who, and not necessarily even just women, just people. Yeah. Specifically in my own life and what I desire to be part of change in is people who are taken off the side of the road, the road in their hometown and taken into like modern slavery to create these t-shirts or these speakers or these headphones that we just pick up like it's nothing else and then we lose the next day yeah and jackie and i have actually a little bit of a different view on like not view but just the angles we come in at it from which is so beautiful because then we can help each other and help an even larger group of people but i just have this heart to see these people free and to see them start living a new life Yeah. And I definitely have a different journey in that. There's a woman, an entrepreneur um, named Liz Bohannon, Mm -hmm. who's the founder and director of Seiko Designs. And this is her life. She started, I believe, in Ethiopia. And now she's all over the world with this brand and this Mm -hmm. company that um, is on mission for Jesus to free women from working in fast fashion in these Mm -hmm. factories where the labor, there are no labor rights and they are abused and they're not making a living wage. And how do we free from, free them from that so that they're making quality clothing where they're appreciated, making a living wage, offered benefits, not abused in the workplace, offered a higher education, Mm -hmm. um, all these things. And I, because of what she has done for a completely different demographic, kind of have a similar heart and idea and vision for a journey and a mission and a brand and a business that I hope to cultivate someday. Yeah. Um, so different journeys there, yeah. but similar hearts for 
just freeing yeah. women of, and all people, as you said, mm -hmm. of things that should not be happening yeah. in the 21st century. Absolutely. Because I, of this place that we have this, we're so blessed to be sitting here in a house with heat in the middle of winter. Mm -hmm. And because of that, we want to go and whether that's physically or financially or by building a business or by building an organization to go, whatever it is, we want to go and bring other people into that yes. because we're so blessed to have it. Yeah. yeah. Always more with the table. Absolutely. And I would say both of us definitely have a heart that is specific for our prayer is that in our lifetime, fast fashion would no longer exist. Absolutely. I think it's doable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but even to get like a broader scope on that, just generally, Emma and I both like have vision for like we see in our community marginalized people. Yeah. Period. Like to that's as broad as like I could yeah. make that sentence. No, yeah. Whether it be people with various levels of ability. Mm -hmm. Um Emma will be the first person to talk to the homeless man or woman on the side of the street, myself with my heart for older adults. Mm -hmm. We just see the people. I would say even sitting in crew or sitting in church yeah. that might not feel welcomed mm -hmm. and we want to bring them in and yeah. bring them along and use the resources that we have been so freely given that we don't even realize to make their lives easier. Yeah, absolutely. It's a big one for both yeah. of us. Anything else that we share in um, common? Before I think about that question really quick for anyone, what is fast fashion? I think the cat has an idea. Can anyone? <laughs> I don't think you can hear the cat, but behind us, it's like she's banging on the door. I she's meowing to get out. Cat. She's very loud. I just had this thought because some people might not know what it that is. That was a good point. We were throwing terms around. We really were. What is fast fashion? Fast fashion is pretty much everything you probably buy right now. <laughs> so Literally. Let that no, and we, and we also buy it. Like, oh, yeah. That's not, yeah. Yeah, that was not a shameful I thing bought, because same. Yeah. <laughs> I bought a t-shirt from Walmart today and I felt a little icky, but I really wanted it and I'm still working on myself. <laughs> Anything that you're buying from the Forever 21, from mm -hmm. the Walmart, from the supermarket, whatever it may be, that feels like a good price <laughs> that is made of like 100% cotton and polyester and yep. made in Indonesia and China and wherever else, India, the name tag says, mm -hmm. is fast, fast fashion. So these huge factories, mainly in other countries, but mm -hmm. I'm also not saying America's perfect, oh, not at all. Um, are employing people by the dozens, the hundreds, the thousands, droves of people, pack them into these little factories, not safe working conditions. This is yeah. what I'm talking about with the no rights, bad labor. There is- Or slave labor. Yeah, there's sex and abuse yeah. and terrible things happening. Yeah. They're making pennies an hour. Yeah. And that is not like me being cute. No, That is yeah. not an exaggeration. Th this really, this thing I read a little while ago, a couple months ago when I was starting to build my business, um, these women literally want to work in these terrible conditions because it just means they're going to get out of the harsh sun in their country and work for awful. a dime a day. I want to go. I want to go to that them. makes me want to gag. I want to go to them. Yeah, it's terrible. So that is what fast fashion is. And I, I, I just it's, truly believe we can all take these tiny steps towards such a massive change, like trade clothes with one of your close friends. Jackie has clothes to give me tonight, literally mm -hmm. to then like resell to other people so that we start this cycle of reusing what we have rather than having a consumerism need to go into the Walmart closest to us and buy a $5 t-shirt that is created by the woman who was given a dime to make it. Mm -hmm. 
fast fashion is what it sounds like. It's yeah. fast. It's massive. It's mass producing. It's mm -hmm. convenient. Yeah. Well, let's lay down convenience if it <laughs> means promoting the quality of life of others. Amen. Shall we? Amen. It's time. 21st century. It's time. Absolutely. And we're going to be a part of that change. Amen. I swear it. So after that really heavy. Yeah, that was, we were thing. both really soapboxing yeah. and I was fully here for it. That's why we're making this podcast because we have these kinds of conversations literally 24 seven <laughs> every day. I will Marco Polo Jackie earlier. I Marco Polo Jackie as I was leaving Walmart and I said, what do you think about homelessness? Can we talk about homelessness on our podcast? Oh, so, so that's just like who we are. Who we are also is we really like tequila. <laughs> It was such a hard love turn, and again, it's so accurate. And coffee. And coffee. I and mean, again, I work with, in it. Yeah, again, with the yeah. differences, I appreciate coffee because it is in my system every day. I feel like I need an IV into my veins of coffee. Yeah. But Emma is, like, next level, like, connoisseur, like, elitism. But I don't even drink it every day. <laughs> and I am over here, like, I will stop at the crap speedway just, like, to get the taste and smell of coffee mm -hmm. into my car and body. I don't drink it every day. If I don't go to work, I don't drink coffee. Well, I have a problem then. No, I, you just do a different job than I do. That is spelled. <laughs> but no, Tequila yeah. and coffee, that's kind of, um, that's about it. That's, that's all that pops through my body. Yeah. I'm honestly really blessed to work at the shop I do. Like, mm -hmm. that it would exist, one, in this town. Like, we are what you would consider third wave. We really care about the quality. We care about the roast of the coffee. We care mm -hmm. about what every ingredient tastes like. Yeah. So it's shameless so love for Flatlands Coffee. Please come visit. I would love to make your coffee. Any great day. people, great coffee. Yeah. Amen. I'm so blessed. And still, I don't drink it every day. <laughs> so we've shared some about ourselves as individuals. Mm -hmm. We've shared some about the intersection of how has Jesus aligned our hearts to have some of these same passions and ideas. Yes. Next question would be, why do we want to talk about them and expose our insanity on a podcast yeah. to share with the world? Because why the hell not? Why? That is the actual hell. Not. That is my mo my motive. No, not my motive. I mean, kind of. I mean, yes. Bit. My mantra. That is mantra. my personal mantra is why the hell not? So do you see why Emma kicks my butt in the chair? <laughs> I'm over here with like the visions with absolutely no plan. Like, she's like, well, why, why the hell, the hell not? not? I'm like, well, because yeah. I can't. And she was like, here's why? a seven-step plan. Why the hell With subcategories. <laughs> I mean, kind of. That's what I like to do. <laughs> yep. So, basically, I forget. I really do forget. I will come back to it at some point, I promise. But I forget why. But one night, I just texted Jackie. Or I Marco Polo'd her, I think. It's every night. I'm going to need more specifics. No, I texted you. I texted you and I said, do you want to start a podcast? Oh, and I literally said, yes, I'm being so serious. Uh-huh. And I was like, I think I was dealing with a very minor drama in my life at the time. <laughs> but here we are. Most not likely, or anything. <laughs> a very mellow drama. Probably a little, probably a guy. Like, a, I don't even For know. Sure. And I thought, I need to do something to get out of this. And this mm -hmm. was last month. This was before Christmas, mm -hmm. actually. And so I texted Jackie and I said, do you want to start a podcast and talk about all the hard things that we constantly talk about, but for the whole world to hear so that the whole world, if the whole world listens to this, God, please let them. Um, <laughs> so that whoever listens to our podcast can understand that p two people on almost entirely different spectrums of just how we do life and how we approach things mm -hmm. 
can have these conversations. Yeah. And, and, and not just not hate each other, but love each other deeply. Yes. That's the thing. Like mm -hmm. I talked to Emma about all of the things and even if her approach is so different, yeah. I feel so accepted and validated yeah. and loved. What? And yeah. I don't know if any of you have noticed that in, I mean, our world in general, but in particular, America is like burning <laughs> right now. And yeah, we just have people like out for blood. Yeah. Like that is like not even cute. Like the capital yeah. was literally almost just oh, yeah. like taken. Okay. Like, but, 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 but I'm, I see I'm getting fired up. <laughs> Like civil discourse exists. Mm -hmm. Emma and I can have completely different life experiences, perceptions of the world around us, mm -hmm. beliefs, ideology, whatever, mm -hmm. literally whatever. And at the end of the day, genuinely feel so loved, validated, yeah. accepted, all the things. And it helps me. It so helps mm -hmm. me to come out of my own reality and consider the reality of someone else. Yeah. My empathy for people, my understanding oh my of yeah. why certain circumstances can lead someone to a different belief. Mm -hmm. It's needed. Yeah. And so is. I think like we are living, breathing proof when you have completely different life experiences, perspectives on any given topic, you name it. Yeah. And yet at the end of the day, my friendship with Emma is something that the Lord gifts and anoints and makes possible in a way that I am made better because of her. Mm -hmm. She enhances my life. She helps me understand the reality around me, other people's different realities than mine. She helps me see my blind spots. She kicks my butt into gear. And it doesn't matter at the end of the day how many differences there are. And mm -hmm. this is a real nuanced thing that our world is missing right now. This yeah. cancel culture of if you don't think, act, have the same experiences as me, exactly the same, then you're canceled. Really scary to me. Yeah. That is not the heart of Jesus. That is not the way he wants us to live. And yeah. so such a polarized, hateful, lack of consideration for one another fashion. Yeah. So Emma and I, we're here to talk about the hard stuff. We are. In a loving and respectful way. And our hope is that you can understand that what we're sharing here, it might not be all encompassing of your reality. It might not be yeah. completely rooted in, rooted in your truth or in what you believe to be true, whatever. And that that's okay. Like mm -hmm. you're, you're wanted here. We love you. We want to hear your thoughts. We hope that this not only encourages you to consider your perceptions of the world around you and what God says about the world around you for yourself. We hope it encourages you to have those hard conversations with others. Mm -hmm. Cause even when Emma and I are like leaning into tension, we always come out on the other side with greater understanding, greater respect, love, appreciation. And that's important. And it something is. that I think we miss the mark on a lot. Yeah. I'm Ourselves included. Yes. Our, our friendship for whatever reason yeah. is just one that we don't seem to miss the mark. Yeah. There. It's and so what wild. a gift to share. With Literally. People. I was about to say, I feel so lucky to know you. Oh, Literally. Too. Literally so lucky. Okay. We're sappy now. Yeah. We can have, I don't know. We can have the biggest disagreement and there's just one that always comes to mind. I know exactly. <laughs> I literally know exactly. Do you? Go ahead. You I do. Share? Is this about healing? Yeah. Go ahead. So there's this little girl. <laughs> This was one of the first times in Flatlands, mind you, yeah. a coffee shop, yeah. full circle. So 
let's just get into it for like five minutes, these hard topics that we will be talking about. And one yeah. of them was, was, and actually I think this was a year ago now. Yeah, it was a year ago. It was December. Um, so I think this was literally the conversation where we went, we could make a podcast about this. Literally, I think it was the first time we joked about it. How we crazy. We did. I have goosebumps again. <laughs> I love it. So there's this, there's this church, Bethel in California, and this little girl, she was two, had passed away. And the whole church was believing for her literal physical resurrection. And at first I did think, well, what? <laughs> these crazy pe- these people are insane. Um, but the longer I just leaned into the Lord about it and I just was reading and I was listening to the prayers and the worship surrounding this little, little baby girl, I just felt very convicted to pray for her resurrection and her healing to come back to life. Literally. And Jackie and I were talking about this because it was like two weeks after the mm-hmm. whole thing had gone down. And it had made a huge debacle on social Ripple media, effects. within the church, like, pastors newspapers. from all over yeah. were having to like come out with statements. What yeah. is our church saying? Yeah. Um, and I was like, this is strengthened my faith in Jackie. And I was like, I think this is leading people away from faith. Yeah. And what's interesting is that still to this day, I still mm-hmm. like somewhat stand where I was of like, there's a really fine line mm-hmm. between praying expectantly and demanding slash bossing around the Lord who I have no authority to demand. And Emma's perspective was like, Oh no, no, no. Full send. Like we pray expectantly. Yeah. Like he can work yeah. miracles, which I don't disagree with that part. Mm-hmm. Right. So we had completely different ends of the spectrum, had a very respectful, I felt in no way offended oh, yeah. by your Absolutely. Um, perspective. Um, and I like understood like this now for me, mm-hmm. this wasn't like a, these crazy people out there believe this. Now this was like, no, like someone that I like love and know and respect mm-hmm. no less yeah. believes it as well. And interestingly enough, in our personal lives, one of our really close friends was yeah. actually miraculously healed yeah. of cancer. Yeah. And so I think also a part of us wanting to have these conversations is to encourage people. You're allowed to like share what you think in mm-hmm. a given instance, because that is how you grow and evolve. It is. And so even as my beliefs of that conversation a year ago mm-hmm. have grown and evolved about how people can be healed now that it has touched me, a friend of mine has been miraculously healed after I prayed over her. That like, that's a, that's allowed like yeah. evolution and growth. Yeah in our persons, in our personal hearts is healthy. Mm -hmm. And sometimes the only way we get there is to share real life with each other. Absolutely. And there is no other person that I would have had that conversation with other than Jackie. There is no other person I would ever, number one, record a podcast with, (laughs) or number two, the first 10 episodes that we have planned out. Like, are you kidding me? These topics are scary in today's society. Absolutely. But I know that we will execute it as well as we can. As well as we can. We're not perfect either. No. Absolutely not. We never claim in these conversations to be arrived. Absolutely not. We just claim our understanding now and today. And we hope that in sharing with each other and sharing with you all and continuing these conversations outside of this podcast, we can continue to expand, grow, evolve. Yeah. It's good. I love it. I think we've reached a point where it's time for rapid fire. Yeah. I think you want to explain this. This is my idea. Credit is due. Yeah. And I got this from Brene Brown. Maybe I think her. Oh, good. Good. Glad glad we're being consistent. (laughs) Our first meeting that we met at. She at the end of all of her podcasts does a rapid fire 
round of the same questions for everyone, all the guests that she brings on. Um, so I've kind of taken and adapted my own idea mm -hmm. where I have wrote 10 rapid fired questions. What we mean by that is when we ask it, when I ask Emma the following 10 questions, she will have never heard these questions before. Mm -hmm. And she just has to give first thing off the top of her head. And I'm not looking for a soliloquy each time, mm -hmm. three sentences or less an yeah. answer. And she's also written 10 for me that I've never mm -hmm. seen. I have to answer them off the top of my head and concisely. And I think because of the lack of preparation and uh, structure that we no, love and live by, I think you all will get to know us real well. Really fast. Real fast. Don't no look at my questions. Don't look at mine. I'll go first because mine okay. is very big and you could see. I'm, I'm so ready. I'm sorry, everyone, if you just heard me open my notebook. <laughs> I'm such an amateur. We're definitely sitting at a dining room table in the corner of my house. Yeah. Um, in like PJs? Yeah. 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 So, love it. Well. Yep. Okay. On a Sunday night when both of us are like, you know, dead, working full time. And yeah, that's how much we care. That's how oh, much we yeah. feel that We're this is valuable to ourselves it. and others. We show up. All the way. Mm -hmm. Okay. The first one's really heavy hitting. Are you ready? Oh, I'm going to make you choose something that you never thought you were going to have to choose. Oh boy. This is hard. Oh boy. Coffee or tequila? <laughs> Rest of your life. Coffee. I know. <laughs> I could answer I these think. for her. Shoot. No, you know, it's yeah, coffee. It's coffee. Go with your gut. Yeah. First thing that comes into your head when you hear the word worship. Um, music. Like the, like literally an image came to my head and I just had my hands raised and surrender. And then the next image that came in was playing my ukulele and worship to God. I love that. Favorite piece of literature. You can't say the Bible. Um, the Great Gatsby by Fitzgerald. It's beautiful. I just read it. I love that. Second time. I think I read it in high school and watched like a couple movies, but mm -hmm. I don't remember. It's beautiful. Good. Um, day in with a good book or road trip adventure day? Road trip. All the way. <laughs> I know. We do that. We do Frequently. do that. Yeah. Yeah. It's the best. Yeah. What's on your nightstand right now? Um, a light. Love that. <laughs> good for you. Um, some pens. Okay. I have a really tiny nightstand. So okay. Next to my bed, where a bigger nightstand would be, are my like three Bibles, <laughs> two books, and okay. a journal. Okay, I was like, are there pens with paper or and just water. pens? Because that's weird. I got it. I like it. Yeah. Favorite passage of scripture? Um, I always forget exactly. That's fine. I think it's like Second Corinthians four or it's First Corinthians thirteen. I can never remember, but it talks about. Um, I could speak in angelic tongues, but if I do not love, then I'm nothing but the creaking of a rusty gate. And oh, that's so poetic me, and good. It's, it is poetic, and it just reminds me that love is first, and godly love is first. Love that. Yeah. Go-to coffee order? Cappuccino with oat milk and cinnamon. Really? Mm -hmm. I don't think I knew that. I would have guessed something latte with oat that's, milk. It changes. Okay, right now. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Fair, fair. Yeah. Uh, Enneagram number and any most recent example of your lived experience of being that Enneagram? Um, I'm a nine. <laughs> we know. I hate conflict. Um, shoot. Most recent example. Um, you just had kids all weekend. Did you did. mediate anything with children? No. Well, I mean, yes, but it wasn't like me. Like, it's so easy for me to mediate confrontation between other people. I see, I see, yes. Yeah. Um, I did just have a conversation with my good friend and mentor yesterday about how I was, <laughs> this is deep, it's fine, three sentences, it's whatever. Um, when I was bullied in middle school, and that has led me to doubt myself, 
mm-hmm. and believe that my voice shouldn't be heard. Yeah, I think peacekeeping can manifest in like, I'm not going to take up space. Yeah. I'm not going to like rock the boat mm-hmm. for sure. That is probably it's not just conflict. It's not just conflict between people. Yeah. It can just be, I just don't want to stir things yeah. up. Yeah. And yeah. I don't want my emotions to be conflicted. It's very nine of you. Thank you. <laughs> we're going to work on that, by the way. Don't think I'm just like, okay, good. Glad that you're no, really yeah, 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 yeah. We're, we're talking. Yes, we are. Um, favorite concert you've ever attended in Manchester? Um, I, oh, I don't. It's hard. It's hard for Emma. She's a concert lover. I am. That I was, was that first trip that we say, almost canceled. Was yeah, going to be concert related. Okay. So, like, I think I have two. Is that okay? Just give them to me. So, I Such saw a rule two concerts at Express Live in Columbus. Okay. One, and I was in the pit for both of them. Okay. One was 21 Pilots, mm-hmm. and I touched Tyler Joseph's hamster ball that he, like, runs around the crowd in. That's probably, like, highlights of And life. I cried. Yeah. Um, yeah. and then the second was, I saw the Jonas Brothers last fall That's right. and we were like 20 rows up. Like we were so close. Yeah. And then I got a tattoo for the Jonas Brothers. Yeah, you did. She has I just cool. love them. And my cat is named Jonas. Wow. It's intense. Y'all. So maybe the Jonas Again, Brothers. Again, a thing that we're completely <laughs> different on. I left that in my teen years. But... See, I didn't listen to them in my teen years. Oh, I'm so sorry, everyone. That was my <laughs> laptop. This is real life with Jackie Burns. real life. That was my roommate, though. We love her. Yeah. Okay. Last one. Mm-hmm. If you could spend one day in someone else's shoes, who? Give me one second. Wow, she thinking. I got her stumped, y'all. Shoot. The f- it's a good question, right? It is. You can't you spend, can only answer one this time. I know. If I could spend one day in someone else's shoes. Mm-hmm. Just experience the world through them. Um, does it have to be like someone I know? No, that's the oh, point. Priyanka Chopra. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting some like deep philosopher or something <laughs> because of the thought. No, she has, she does so much. <laughs> Again with unlocking things? No, Emma, I had no idea. She does it all. Well, okay. You know she's Emma's married about to fall too. off her chair, y'all. She is. <laughs> you know who Next she's level. You know why Jonas. I discovered who she is? Jonas. Because she's married to Nick Jonas. I discovered her because I watched Quantico after I had back mm. surgery. She's just she does it all. Mm-hmm. And she still has time for life and a husband. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm sounding unenthused just to make her giggle. Priyanka Chopra. That was my 10. That wasn't too bad. I like that question a lot. Great. Okay. I'm ready. This is how similar Jackie and I are. Did we come up with something? Are you ready? Yeah. What's your favorite alcoholic drink? (laughs) Drink. (laughs) Okay. It changes with the season. Yeah. Um, Right now, any type of mark. Okay. Tequila gets me. (laughs) Like, understands you? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 It works in a way. Okay. I just can't. I love it. It's unparalleled. It's great because before we launch our first, well, when we launch our first episode, yeah. we're going to go get tequila or <laughs> well, just straight shots. No. Margaritas. <laughs> and tacos. Yeah. We're each other's we Valentine's we Day. Are. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy oh, wait. Well, <laughs> this isn't the episode. Y'all, we're too chaotic. We have okay. to wrap this up. Second question. What's your favorite podcast? Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Oh, honey. Uh-huh. To make me choose on. one like that. Okay, 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 yeah. okay, okay. <sighs> this is hard for me. I understand. Plucking Up by Liz Bohanna. I've never yeah. To it. Again, I we're so to. different. We don't listen we to are. any of the same podcasts, we but we're recording one together. <laughs> Who allowed that? That needs to change. I know. Okay, we'll work on that. Okay. 
What would you tell your college freshman self? <laughs> Everything? Uh, what would I not One tell thing. Her? Sis. Oh. Take up space and trust the process. Let's go. What do you mean by that? Really quick. Sometimes I think when we're trusting, trying, trying and sometimes mm -hmm. failing to trust the process of learning, growing, evolving, just like painful growth. Mm -hmm. Growth is always messy and painful. Mm -hmm. We feel like, okay, well, while I'm going through this messy, painful, like I'm a wreck time, I just need to like take a back seat until I like figure it out and I'm more put uh, together. Yeah. But like, here's the thing, you're never arrived. No. So you might as well just take up space because it's just going to make you more relatable. Yeah. If you invite people in to the messy, insane growth journey, absolutely, people are going to love you for it. They're going to see themselves in you, empathize. Your circle is going to become so rich mm -hmm. and fruitful. So you can take up space and trust the process. Please take up space. Yeah. That's how we met as we were taking up space yep. in each other's life. Okay. I really like this one. If you weren't a Christian, what religion would you follow, if any? Oh, my Lord. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Let me think on that. Yeah. Um, and if I wasn't a Christian, what religion? Yeah. Do you think right? I don't know. Probably something in India. I've always been That's fascinated with the culture in general, mm -hmm. partially because of the house I grew up in and my dad's coworkers and going mm -hmm. to their traditions. Um, also partially like Hinduism, Buddhism, like you can have multiple lives, like sign me up. <laughs> yeah. Like I want to come back as like a donkey and then like maybe a goldfish because they have longer attention spans than humans. Okay. I was going to say Buddhist if I weren't. Okay. They're also super, you can be super Zen, That's like cool. to be a monk. Cool. Yeah. Absolutely. Let's be a monk. Cool. Okay. Um, what is your favorite word and why? <laughs> These are terrible. I mean, mine were crap compared to this. No. These are hard. This is just how different we are. Okay. Um, this is interesting because I don't think I would have said this unless I had just recently like lettered this word. Now, when I okay. say lettered, I have the handwriting of a three-year-old. <laughs> but ever since I was in high school, there is one word mm -hmm. that I always come back to if I just like am sitting in class or anywhere. This week mm -hmm. I was sitting at the office. I just needed to like move my hand. Like I needed to do something while on the conference mm -hmm. call. And again, not artistic, not good handwriting. So I would just do like cursive and play around with like if I ever got a tattoo. And the one word that I always draw is mm -hmm. beloved. Oh. Because I don't think I feel it all the oh, time. But like, and I have to trust like yeah. I am beloved yeah. by the Lord. I'm chosen. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Wow. I don't think I that you would expect that. No. And I'm, I don't think yeah. it's like my favorite word is in like I want to get a tattoo or plaster over mm -hmm. my house. I think it's a word that I've come back to since high school for a reason. So I'm going to say that word. I love that. Yeah. I love that. These are kind of hard. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> what is one thing you wish you could change in our town? <laughs> everything? Um, one no, thing. not everything. Um, there's a lot place. of good. Yeah. This is a really like exceptional place. Oh, yeah. Most special humans on the face of the earth for some reason live yeah. in Bowling Green. But what would you change? <sighs> um... I would want to have more platform for people that actually have vision and tactical skill for more inclusivity and promoting diversity. Mm -hmm. Those people exist. I know them. Yeah. They don't have the platform to do the work of how do we bring this community together in a new way. Bowling Green is really special in that a lot of people here 
have the like local roots passion. There is yeah. a real sense of community here, but I think there's a lot of different circles and clicks. And sometimes it can feel like you're either in or out in Bowling Green, yeah. a little bit elitist. That's fair. So let's give voice to the people who actually could change them. Cause I know them. I love it. Let's do it. Let's yeah. make it happen. Okay. I'm going to change one of my questions because I don't feel like asking you all hard questions. Yeah, she, like, is wrecking me. What's your favorite movie? Oh, no. The Sound of Music? Is that so lame? Just a little. I know. I've come back to it ever since I was a kid. It doesn't matter what no, mood amazing. I'm in. It makes my I life better. I love that. I love that. Like, Julie Andrews is my woman. I love that. As a vocal person. Yeah. Voice of I a lifetime. Absolutely. Breaks my heart that we, you know, her voice was wrecked in a surgery yeah. after like a certain age, very young, when huh. her career was just taking off. Wow. They messed up her vocal cords. That's awful. I know. She can't sing. That's terrible. Yep. If there was a movie about your life, who would play you and what would it be called? Okay. It would be called Trial and Error. Mm -hmm. I always joke that my memoir one day is going to be Trial and Error, a memoir by Jackie Burns. Love it. So for sure be Trial Love and Error. That. that is my life. Mm hmm. And I don't know if I necessarily feel this deeply, maybe a little, but a lot of people throughout my lifetime have compared me to Anna Kendrick. Interesting. A lot of people have okay. also compared who I would want to play me. I'll answer the actual okay. question rather than what people have told me. Uh, Zoe Deschanel. Uh, that would be amazing. Yeah. I, I would go see that. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, if you had to choose, which as a woman who loves Jesus, you never should, but if you had to, mm -hmm. do you think passion or compassion is more important? <sighs> compassion. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, it's unfortunate. I'm a very passionate well, yeah. person, but I get it. Compassion every Absolutely. day. Um, last question. And when I wrote this, I thought it was going to be harder than I actually now think it will be. Okay. Are you more competitive or more motivated? Ooh, they parallel pretty close for they, me. Yeah. Honestly, on any given day, it just depends. Yeah. I'd say right fair. now I feel very motivated. I'm like yeah. in my lane and I don't, I feel so supported by my work folks, you know, yeah. like it just feels motivating and empowering. Yeah. I think there's seasons of life where my innate quality of competitiveness can take over in an unhealthy way. Yeah. I've been in both. Yeah. Right now motivated. I like it. Me too. So Jackie. Yes, ma'am. I had a lot of fun with you. This was so good. It was so good. And the and cat that, stopped meowing. Yeah. And at this point, they've made it through two full episodes with us. Yeah. <laughs> Holy cow. I mean, thank you. words have thank made to be you. given. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So thank you for being here today, tonight, this morning, whenever you're listening. We so appreciate you just sharing this space with us. Yeah. We know that uh, we have some chaotic energy sometimes. Yeah. We appreciate you hanging, keeping up. Yeah. And we just hope that on this day, on this week, that you go out feeling a little bit more encouraged, yeah. empowered to take up space, ready to wrestle with the hard things and dish it out for all the world to see. Yeah. Um, we would love to hear if you have any thoughts, words, opinions, passions to have anything to do with this episode or others. We would love to hear about it. We'd love to talk Absolutely. about it. You can find us on Instagram as the shit in our heads, but with no eye. Um, mm -hmm. And we would love to talk to you about it. So Can't wait. Please reach out. Take up space. Take up space in our lives. Please. We love you. We love you. Have a great day, night, morning, and we will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye-bye. And that's the shit. shit.